Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Bob Woodward. How are you? Welcome to Philly. Thank you. You tired of the uh, the whole media circus, nope, doing this nope. interview, that interview? Nope. How can I break new ground with you? I've read the book. I've watched the interviews. I saw you with Russert. It seems like everything has been asked. So the question that occurs to me is to ask Bob Woodward, what is the aspect of state of denial that you're sitting there saying, my God, I'm surprised there's not more interest in this? Well, there definitely is interest. Uh, in it, uh, no, I mean in an aspect of what you wrote. There's interest in your book, but I mean okay, in 500 pages, there's got to be like a portion of it where you're saying, "Aren't they interested in that? That's stunning." <laughs> well, there are all kinds of. Uh, it, it has a lot of secret documents and a lot of uh, information. I guess. Uh, let, let me take something that has not been uh, really discussed. Steve Hadley, who's now the National Security Advisor to President Bush. That's the old Kissinger position in the White House, the coordinator, State Department, Defense, Intelligence. It, at the beginning of this, Bush's second term, he privately, to a colleague, evaluated the first term and said, I give us a D-minus 
on implementing our policy, our foreign policy, including Iraq. Now, that's nearly a failing grade. Did you ever get a D-minus in school? My parents still listen, so I can't acknowledge that. Okay, but th- I mean that's that's right at the edge. That's not a Democratic critic or a think tank uh, report. That's an insider saying D minus. Uh, the theme of this book is three and a half years of things getting worse and failing to acknowledge it, failing to uh, tell the truth, quite frankly, about what Iraq had become after our invasion three and a half years. There are a lot of vignettes in the book that stand out in my mind, and that which I found to be most significant uh, comes on page 451, where Congressman Jack Murtha, who a lot of people who do what I do for a living have thrown under a bus, and I'm not one of them. I have great respect for his military record and whatever it is he has to say. But you've got General Abizade, who's our top guy for, for CENTCOM in that area, meeting with Murtha on his uh, Capitol Hill office, and then you, you finish the story, Bob. Well, exactly. I mean, Murtha, whether you agree with him or don't uh, agree with him, he's kind of the soul and conscience of the military. He's totally plugged in, former uh, war hero uh, himself, uh, cares deeply. I mean, you, you, you can see it in his face and his words and the anguish about Iraq, and he has said we need to get out as soon as practical. Now, the general, General Abizade, in charge of the Iraq war, the combatant commander who reports directly to Rumsfeld goes in and privately holds his fingers a quarter of an inch apart and says to Murtha, we are that far apart. I report in the book that General Abizade privately tells people we cannot win this war militarily. Uh, early on, three years ago, he was telling people we need to put an Iraqi face on this government. And instead, we had the imperial period of uh, Jerry Bremer as uh, the American in charge of the coalition, provisional authority, as it was called. It's one it's one misstep after another. Yeah, the significance, though, of, of the Murtha incident or interaction is that at, at the very moment Murtha is being cast as a quote-unquote cut-and-runner, uh, you've got our leader of this military campaign telling him, you and I are lockstep. Well, uh, or a quarter of an inch apart. quarter of an inch apart. Which is not far. Uh, exactly. It, when I, when Murtha told myself and Bill Murphy, my assistant, we went to interview Murtha at length about the road he's walked on all of this. When he told us that, we were stunned. And I tried to talk to General Abizade, uh, sent messages down there. In fact, talked to Secretary Rumsfeld about talking to Abizade. Uh, he declined. Uh, now, this was in fairness to him. This is during a period when he was very busy. Uh, in July uh, with the war between Hezbollah and Israel and so forth. Uh, But that stands on the record that there's a similarity, such a similarity between supposedly the most visible outspoken critic and the general in charge. It's stunning. I am uh, this Sunday going to CENTCOM as a guest of the Pentagon and General Abizade is going to brief my small party. I intend 
in that briefing to ask him about what you've written because I'm anxious good. to hear what he has to say. Good. Good if it's you. if it's significant, I'll be reporting on it and talking about it. Bob, Will you what, call me back. Absolutely. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Bob Woodward's something else that has uh, gotten a lot of discussion, which, which with which I'm very intrigued, is the July 10-01 tenant 
uh, black rice meeting. And what I've reported to my audience here in Philadelphia is the chronology since State of Denial has come out. The book comes out, and the book says the tenant and Kofor Black are so worried about al-Qaeda in the summer of 01 that they pay this call on Condoleezza Rice on short notice at the White House. And not only does she have no recollection of it, but it doesn't show up in the 9-11 Commission uh, notes. And what I took note of, Bob, is that Richard Benveniste, among others, said, well, we didn't know this. And then as I'm watching the subsequent reporting, it seems as if Ben Veniste was one of those who was specifically told. What can you tell us about the July 1001? Well, well, that, that, that's what's so uh, interesting about reporting. You put in a book like this, what I understood. I mean, it, and it just wasn't a meeting that the CIA director, the only time I know of, now maybe there are others, got in the car and raced to the White House and called from the car and said to Dr. Rice, then the National Security Advisor, this is two months before 9-11. I have to have an emergency meeting with you. They brought in summarized intelligence and said, the, the, uh, it looks like we're going to be attacked again. They wanted immediate action. In fairness to Dr. Rice and the White House, they had a covert action plan to go after bin Laden and al-Qaeda in the works, but Tennant and Black were saying, no, we need to do something uh, right away. Uh, this is kind of denied, and then they say, oh, yes, there was a meeting, and then more detail comes out, detail I did not know, that Rice at this meeting uh, requested that Tennant and the CIA brief the attorney general John Ashcroft at the time. Now, he's the one who's in charge of domestic uh, security, domestic counterterrorism, and Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense. So, first, it's all, it couldn't have happened, wasn't important, not in the, uh, the information the 9-11 Commission had. And then they start looking at it, and we learn so much more about this. Let me ask you this question, because John Ashcroft is my next guest this morning. What sh- what should I ask John Ashcroft about this issue? Well, he has publicly said he did not get the briefing. Uh, so you know what happened? Where you know where was the connection? Uh, was he serious about about counterterrorism in this at this point? Did he worry? Did he get these alerts? Uh, Meaning subsequent to the July 10 meeting between Tenet, Rice, and Black. Exactly. In other words, in that period from July 10 to September 11th, what what was going on? Uh, what was somebody getting in his face and saying, Mr. Attorney General, we're worried. We've got a problem. We've got to get on high alert or increase our alert or start thinking about what action plan we need. Related to this issue, I'm one who has a great deal of respect for the 9-11 Commission as far as, as they pushed things. Me too. But, Me what, too. What, but Bob, what am I supposed to think now if indeed Benveniste has acknowledged they were made aware of the July 10 meeting and it, it's not even a footnote in the report? Well, uh, good question. Now, you, you, there's no... I think they did a great job. It is inevitable that as people comb through this, now I've worked as a reporter for five years on 9-11, and uh, you're going to find out things. And uh, my job is to find out new things. And this is a classic example of something that, not in the report, kissed off when the book came out, and then they started looking at their own information and discovered, oh, my God, it's true. 
there's some dispute in fairness about whether uh, Tenet and Kofor Black, who was in charge of counterterrorism for the CIA at the time, were brushed off. I know, because I've reported and have two authoritative sources saying exact same quote that after the meeting, Kofor Black said, we did everything but pull the trigger to the gun we were holding to her head. And it makes you regard the PDB uh, in the uh, following month in a whole different light. I know I have a time constraint with Bob Woodward. Sure. One final question, if, if I may. Yes. The chart, and you know what chart I'm talking about. Take 60 seconds, if you're willing, and tell my audience about the chart, page 473, secret now, no longer secret. That's right. Well, that chart shows escalating violence. It's it's straight up uh, over the last three and a half years. Of course, they were keeping that secret. Little, in fairness, parts of it would come out in general accounting or in uh, government accountability office reports. But they never kind of said, if you look at that chart, as you obviously have, it's quite clear what's going on. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Publicly, the administration and the president are telling us the opposite. They're saying the terrorists are in retreat. We're, we're turning the corner. I was surprised, quite frankly, that the disparity between the reality on the ground and the secret reports and what they were saying publicly. Does this conflict with the Brookings Institute data that quarterly the New York Times will publish? Um, I don't know. I know I've got much more detail, and there's a footnote about the June report that specifically shows how many attacks and where they're coming from. It turns out uh, in in, uh, June and July, the attacks actually went up to more than a uh, a thousand a week. Think of that, a thousand attacks a week in Iraq. That is for an hour. We haven't had one in the United States in five years. When, when you're finished with the, the sort of the quick tour, please come back to me, because I, I want to go more in-depth on State of Denial. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by a lot of what Bob Woodward has written, okay? Thank you. Nine, nine minutes. Yeah, nine minutes, minutes is not enough time. I need more time with you. Okay. All right, my friend. Thank, thank you. you Bye-bye. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.